0: Hey y'all, welcome back to GFMM with me and my sister Kim. We're back with episode number 15 titled, Are They Sick Again? We have a special guest this episode as well, but before we dive into that, I'm going to start us off with a prayer, then I'll let Kim introduce our guest. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for another day and another night, Lord God. Thank you for allowing us to gather today, Jesus. Thank you for bringing us home safely, Lord God, and Ask that you keep those that are listening safe, Lord God. Let our words resonate with them, Jesus. Ask that you be peace and comfort for those that need you, Lord God. Thank you for who you are, Jesus. We serve you, and we love you, and we praise you forever and ever. Amen.
1: Amen. So today we have a special guest. I uh, miss Christina West. Um, she's a graduate of Georgia Baptist School of Nursing at Mercer University. Um, she's a registered nurse. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining us today. And so today um, we're talking about what it's like when your baby gets sick and just how difficult and chaotic the household can be Mm -hmm. when it happens. And it's cold and flu season right now. So we also wanted to just talk about um, different tips and just things we can do to try to keep our family safe. Mhm-, and so, um, kK, I know you still have an infant right now, mm-hmm. and so how do you maintain or just keep um afloat when one of your babies gets sick?
0: Yeah, so um, honestly, I really feel as if it's inevitable to be honest with you, regardless of what you do, if your kid is in care, even if your kid isn't in care, if your kid has an older sibling. Nine times out of ten, your baby going to get sick. Your kid going to get sick. Um, well, well, I guess, you know, what I've tried personally, I know when Casey was a little, a little bit younger, she's about to be one. But when she was a little bit younger, um, I'll have Kay, you know, wash his hands as soon as he comes into the house from school. You know, make sure he's not talking in her face or kissing on her. And the same for me and Chris. Um, washing our hands, trying to minimize our kisses, even though it's hard when they're newborns. (laughs) Um, Like limiting guests and everything like that. Um, And just making sure, you know, we're having not, not, like I said, not all in her face, just maintaining some type of, you know, personal space to a certain extent. Um, But right now, actually, Casey just got over like a super duper bad cold. We had to take her to, Urgent care, um, she was coughing for maybe going on like three weeks. And I after the third week, I'm like, this is too long. So um, I took her to urgent care. She had an ear infection in both ears, um, bronchiolitis. So, you know, they had to, they sucked her, her nose out for us and gave her breathing treatments and antibiotics. So, um, you know, that sucked, but I wasn't new to it. dealt with the same thing with Kate. So um, I was a little bit more prepared for it this time. But I'll say with Kay, you know, that's when, like, I was for real hurt. That's my first baby. So seeing them sick like that and suffering, it it sucks. It sucks, especially when you do everything to try to prevent it, but they still get sick anyway. I know what you were saying. Like, when you just hear that sneeze or that cough, it's like, oh, Lord, no. You know, like, my heart. <laughs> but then the whole house might get sick, and I can't afford to not get sick. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel sometimes. So, yeah. What about you? I know you dealt with the same thing.
1: And when you say it's inevitable, it's like when they get sick, I forget that part. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. But when it do, it's still kind of like it kind of just catch you off guard or kind of just knock you off a little bit, at least for me. It's still kind of just off yeah. my, my game when they get sick. And then with them being right at the same age, when one of them gets sick, it's like, hang all oh, the, the other two going to get sick. You know, what can I do to prevent the other two from get, getting sick? Yeah. You know, so and then I know some people say when they're close in the age, if one's sick, just let them go ahead and get the other one sick. But I can't, I can't do that. That's just sick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's definitely hard. You definitely go into like overdrive as a mom when your babies aren't right.
0: Yeah, try to keep up with the medications and everything. It's difficult.
2: Yeah, and, and Christine, I know you're a nurse, but you're also a mom. Yes, I have two teenagers. I have a fourteen and a sixteen-year-old. She just turned sixteen, and she's actually sick right now. Like you said, it's inevitable. All allowed, or when they're older, the thing is. You don't want them to get sick, but you're worried about them missing school, mm-hmm. especially as a high school, you know, I make sure they have all their credits and you don't want them to stay home for too long. But most of the times, if you can just prevent it by just, well, not prevent it, just be ready for it. Have all your medicines lined up, like you said, that you need or uh, quarantine some people if you need to quarantine. That's true. Them and just try to work through it. hmm But yeah, she's sick.
1: <laughs> and i know you say kind of to have your medications on hand so like before anybody gets sick you already got like your cabinet
2: yes, ready. already stopped going. and like, usually around this season we start try, we try to do vitamins prematurely all year round but most time we get away from it but right around flu season we start doing our vitamins like our elderberries and stuff like that vitamin c to try to keep that on board and stay hydrated so we can try yeah. to have our immune system a little bit ready for this time of year. But it happens. Yeah, yeah it always happens.
1: And I think I'll definitely forget about that hydration part.
2: Yes. A little, huh? It's a lot of time.
0: Yeah. What vitamins do you recommend outside of the
2: elderly? Uh, a multivitamin for sure. You want to do a okay. multivitamin, but once they... Start having like um, colic symptoms. We try to switch over to the elderberry. Uh, you can just do plain vitamin C and zinc if you like. Um, the age appropriate ones, of course, because I know you have an infant. Mm-hmm. Having your Tylenol and your Motrin on board for in case they have a fever. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Gatorade, Pedialyte. Yeah,
2: it's.
0: I know it's difficult for me to um give Casey you know vitamins and things like that right now with her being her the age that she is so it's a struggle for me to try to figure out you know what I can give her to help build her immune system or even when she's sick because you know with Kate okay you get some mucinix you know you get all types of stuff you <laughs> good yo. but when they're babies you're like you just kind of got to sit there and you know of course you can such in the nose and do the uh vaporizer and all that but it sucks because you really can't give them anything that you know of you are very limited yeah 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 they build that immune system though that's the main part (laughs) that
1: is true that is true and and, what you mentioned in kk not being limited will just be limited with the things you can give casey Christina, what would you say that are kind of things, like, that you can do at home or that are some home remedies that help when, like, you actually do get sick?
2: I'm a huge advocate for tea. Tea? I tea, love tea. <laughs> like, tea, hot um, tidies. Okay. <laughs> Not for the baby, but I do like hot tidies. Yeah. they um, The hearty meals so eating it good <laughs> yeah vegetables well. and fruits and things like that i'm a big advocate for those things y'all yeah. yeah. but again me and little ones it's not my specialty so um i don't have many options when they're so tiny because they don't have like i say you're limited to. so you know fighting in the room yeah huh? yeah what is a hot toddy
1: you know a hot toddy is <laughs> What is that? We'll tell you later.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> is it like the medicine ball from Starbucks? It, it's similar to that, but you just add a little um, a little some extra. extra. Yeah. Okay. Extra. <laughs> I, don't know. So I know we're
1: talking about um the kids getting sick. What about like your husband or your partner? Like, what does that look like for you, KK, when you? teammates down?
0: Man, I don't know what it is, but when men get sick, they act like it's the end of the world. I'm like, I'm feeling like I got the flu. I take an apple and I'm still on go. But dudes, they just like, oh, I don't feel good. My head hurts. You know, my throat hurts. They, just, they just, just act like babies. So honestly, you know, when they're sick, it's just you handling everything. Handling everything and it is exhausting thing, you know, not having that support that you need with the kids and with everything else that you juggle, it's exhausting. And then you kinda have another child because you're trying to help take care trying to help take care of them too. So, so it can definitely be a little frustrating. For sure. What about you? It's draining. It's definitely yeah. draining.
1: And yeah. it's really you trying to hold it down, make it happen. Ain't nobody coming over because somebody's sick in the house. <laughs> you have to vocal down and make it happen, man just do the best you can <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
0: that's true that's true
2: what about for you Christina I will say the same uh, I think you know that's your other support system and when they're down you have to kind of take on that load and do it driving the kids off because they are actually down but, you know, when it's me and they don't have anything left in their system when they sick they just have no help is that scientific when they i, I don't know so they, 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 that is the truth they, they just no help when they see no help
1: so and so um i know we talked about like things we can do at home so what are those signs or those cues when like you've done what you can at home and you're not getting better like What are those things to look out for when it's time to actually like go to the doctor or go to urgent care or the emergency room?
2: I feel like as a speaking of for older kids and the you know your body, Mm -hmm. and when you feel like you really need to go, you need to go. But when you start having a fever that you can't break with Tylenol or Motrin, and it's lasting for too long, or the symptoms you just feel like you need to go, I say go, go. I say Mm -hmm. don't, don't wait, don't try to. Tough it out at home. If you feel like you can't do it, go straight to the hospital, the urgent care. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: What would you say um, to look out for as far as the differences between COVID and flu?
2: Well, a lot of the symptoms between COVID and flu are similar. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only way you can really tell between the two is getting tested to see. Because the runny nose, the fever, the body aches, the chills are all both the same. Mm-hmm. You can have all those together. And you can run the fevers and everything. You won't necessarily know until you get tested, okay. and they'll tell you if you have flu or COVID. Or you might not have either one. You might just have a common law oh, that you true. never know until you actually go and find out. Or if your body just decided to spread it
1: yeah. I think since COVID, like everything is COVID. I, and, and <laughs>
2: you
1: might just have a cold. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then- yeah. Opposed to, um, like my daughter right now, she made, a, what's the word I should say? The wholesome decision that she's like, I'm sick, I'm gonna wear mask. So she has been wearing a mask to school, she wore the church. I mean, especially at her age, I felt like that was an adult decision, the choice that she made. Mm-hmm. And it was a, re- a responsible decision that she made. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what she has. She she said, I just don't feel good, I'm gonna put go a mask on." I know a lot of people are used yeah. to the mask now, but I thought that was an adult decision, choice mm-hmm. that she
0: made. You can see. Yeah.
1: Protecting your community when you know you're sick.
2: Yeah.
0: So would, I know you gave us some things to look out for, um, for adults, but would those same symptoms be the same for kids? Like, how do you know when it's like, okay, it's time for me to go ahead and take my baby in or my child in?
2: Now, babies, again, because that's a touchy subject for me because that's not my field, but I'm very sensitive with kids I, i'd take a baby just take the baby because you never know what's going on with them it could be something that they they're just calling it could be they just have an infection it could be any something so simple and with babies they can't communicate that with you so i would yeah. chance chances if something don't look right your baby don't seem
0: right to you i will take that yeah yeah
2: it could be
0: yeah, that's the hardest part when your infant is sick. They can't tell you, you know, my throat hurt, my ear is hurting. So you just have to have to take them on the and I agree with them.
1: Yeah, so you have to really speak. You you have to speak for your baby.
0: Yes, so, and I'd rather just for them to tell me like,
2: oh, mom, it's nothing than me sitting at home trying to figure it out and it get worse and worse and it's something that I could have prevented if I just moved a So yeah, worst change, they could tell me say, mom, you know it's fine, but you know at least you have that. Reassurance, and you knew that you did what you were supposed to do. Cause yeah, oh, so, so fragile and so tiny. So I just straight up. Right like mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: any other tilts or just anything else we feel we should know or look out for? Beware of. Okay. Yeah, but just thank you so much, Christina, for coming on and being good at what you do. You know, I appreciate you. This is also um my Navy sister. And I remember a couple years ago, I was real sick and I um, went to my PCP and I kept going. Well, I was like, I'm in pain, something not right. And I was like, oh, you're fine, you're young. And I called you and I said, Christina, I need you to assist me. I need somebody who knows me, <laughs> I care about me, to look at my body. <laughs> Yeah. Come out to the car with a stethoscope and, you know, what was the thing that shake your oxygen? And she looked at me and she was like, You might have some fluid on you. And I went to the hospital and that was exactly what was wrong. I had fluid build up. So just thank you for being good at what you do and being a caring
0: nurse. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It makes a difference when your nurse cares for you. It does. Bro. Yeah. Thank you again so much. Thank you for so. time
1: and knowledge with us. Yes. I'm gonna close us out with prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day, Lord God. Thank you for my sister Christina, Lord God, and my sister Kaylin, Heavenly Father. I ask that you would just watch over us, Lord God, and anybody who's listening, Lord God, anybody who is recovering, Lord God, our needs your healing, Heavenly Father. I pray. For healing, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray that you continue to bless Christina, Lord God, Uh, meet her heart's desires, Lord God, we love you and we thank you, Jesus, in your name I pray, Amen.
0: amen. Amen.